Hello, we are back with another episode of my podcast, which I am just loving doing this. I mean, I've done two, but um, yeah, I was really sad this week because the past couple of weeks I recorded them on a Monday and then this Monday I was really busy and didn't get a chance to and then I was actually really sad and I was like, okay, the next time I can do this is Thursday and I was just really disappointed that I had to wait like three days to do it. So here we are. This week has been a cool one for me in that I was at a gig on Tuesday night, which was really fun. It was Architects at the Dome in Brighton. The next day, when I'll be honest, I'd only had about five hours sleep, but I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself, I signed up for a half marathon. Now, if ever I was going to choose a moment to make that decision, no, I had decided before that I was going to do it, but then I was like, right, I need to sign up officially. So that means in February next year, I'm doing the Brighton Half Marathon. I am slightly shitting it, but at the same time, I'm really excited. Like, I know it's going to be tough. And I know even when I go out for, like, a 5k run this weekend, I'm going to be mid-run and thinking, why the hell did I do that? (laughs) But it's fine. I've managed to rope some other people into doing it, which really helps just having that little teen spirit behind us all. Um, But yeah, that's my big news this week that I'm very excited about. So if anyone else is listening and wants to do the Brighton Marathon, half marathon, Jesus, not the marathon, whether you're in Brighton or not, come down for the day, join us, there's a little team of us, I might even get a little WhatsApp group started so that we can all kind of cheer each other on in our training. Um, Disclaimer, I am not a runner, the most I've ever ran in my life is six kilometres and that was on Tuesday morning. And it was really slow. Well, I don't know. It, it, it felt slow. It was slow. It was like 40 minutes. And then when I signed up for the marathon, I had to put in like my expected time. And I was like, right, if six kilometers took me 40 minutes. <laughs> That's probably going to take me like three hours to do this. But you know what? What I hope is that I'm doing an introduction to another podcast in two months time. And I am a running extraordinaire. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to get to the point where I enjoy running or I'm like, wow, I really love running. But that's not my point of doing this. Like, my point is making myself do something I really don't like. Because I think that's very good for personal development, is putting yourself in really uncomfortable situations. So when you come across situations that are you know, it's hard to make the right decision or it's hard to be confident with something, you can kind of look back and be like, remember that time I did a half marathon? That was awful. If I can do that, I can do this. Um, And yeah, that is genuinely my main reasonings for doing this is to just force myself outside my comfort zone. When I say force myself, my business coach has absolutely put me up to this. (laughs) So um, I'm doing it to appease him as well. Anyway, today's podcast, less about me, more about the podcast. I want to go over... I wanted, I was thinking of a topic for this week and I want to talk about body image because it was something that I spoke to um, a few of my clients about in their check-ins this week and it inspired me to go into a little bit more, more depth on what body image is because I think people have a little bit of a, there's a bit of misunderstanding with, with body image as well and I think, I'm not even going to say it's it's down to social media, it's just down to the patriarchy and expectations of how our body should look in society in general has dictated all these issues that we have with body weight, um, not body weight, 
body image. So essentially, what body image is, it is the perception we have of ourselves. It's, it's our feelings and our thoughts about our body rather than anything factual about our bodies. So it's nothing to do with how much you specifically weigh or what your waist size is or what your clothes size is. Body image is, is nothing to do with those factual things. It's all to do, I was going to say it's all in your head, which sounds a bit mean, but it's not what I mean. Um, and I think, I think at some point in our lives, we will all have had battles with our body image, times where we haven't felt as good in our bodies and our body image has been a little bit lower, times where they've been better. And I think people often associate body image with being in a larger body, but it, unfortunately it's just not as simple as that. It's not as simple either as changing your body and having better body image. Your body image won't improve with physical change. And I know this because I've, I think I have always had fairly good body image, I would say, based on the fact that I know a lot of people struggle a lot more than I am, than I have in the past. But, and I've never been in a larger body, um, but I can relate in that there's been a lot of times where, like, I haven't felt comfortable in my body and some of those times were actually when I was at my smallest rather than at my largest and which kind of shows it really doesn't have to do with anything physically in terms of how I look. In fact, there's actually quite a few studies that show that dieting can be associated with a lower body image. So there is a higher chance that if you are dieting, you may have a lower body image. It tends to be that those who have fewer rules around their diet tend to have better body satisfaction. And I'm assuming that kind of comes from a place of you're changing your diet because of this hyper-focus on what you look like rather than changing your diet for any other kind of health-focused reasons. If you, if you made a change in your diet to improve health so whether you kind of actively you know got ate two portions of oily fish a week or you increased the amount of fruit and veg you ate you got some more fruit in your diet you were actively looking to increase fiber I would probably hypothesize hypothesize that that would actually increase your your body image because you're giving back to your body almost in that sense rather than taking away and I think dieting can also come from a place of empowerment rather than punishment. And I would like to think that if someone was dieting for the right reasons, let's say, for example, someone was in a larger body and losing a certain amount of body fat could be beneficial to their health, to their, their lifestyle, if it's women, their chances of having a child then I don't think that that would have the same impact on reducing body satisfaction. However, if someone was coming into a dieting phase to change the way they looked, whether that was trying to appease someone else or fit in with 
societal norms, I can understand how that would actually in turn result in lower body satisfaction due to the fact that in order to check your progress on that, you're probably going to be checking how you're looking a lot more often. On the other hand, obviously, in a similar vein, those who have a higher BMI, it is also in the research that they will are more likely to have lower body satisfaction, which we can, it kind of makes sense, again, given the societal norms of a smaller body. And in all fairness, actually, just looking at this now, I'm not sure if these studies were in primarily women or men and women. I would assume it would be both, to be honest. I don't think, I think probably for women, we assume that they would be more likely to have body image issues than men, but that might be me being very generic. And I, I, I'm I, sure men face, well, I know men face the same issues. So those in a higher BMI having lower body satisfaction, as I say, we could obviously kind of deduct that based on the fact that they may face more stigma. When they go to the doctors, is the doctor kind of telling them to lose weight? Are they directly comparing themselves to their friends who are in smaller bodies are they basing their self-worth on what you physically weigh and therefore that's resulting in your lower body satisfaction we could argue that perhaps those who are in you know more of a healthy vmi range they might have a better relationship with food they might have never dieted in their life and the chances are that may result in them having better body image but looking specifically at women because i'm i'm going to assume a lot of people listen to this podcast are females There was a 2019 study as well that specifically looked at body image and women's views of themselves around their menstrual cycle as well. And this is something that I use with clients a lot and I try to get them to pick up on because I know for myself, I go through it. So this study got women to look at themselves in the mirror for for three minutes and a scanner tracked where their eyes went, like what parts of their body were they looking at and were they spending, you know, long times their eyes lingering on those certain body parts. And the study found that women who were looking at the mirror at the end of their cycle, so that kind of PMS period just before ovulation, they focused so much more on the parts of their body that they didn't like and reported feeling less attractive in that, in that period. And I'm sure that that doesn't come as a shock to anyone. It found that there was that significant reduction of feelings of attractiveness just before they had their periods. And then in the same, after, they've, after ovulation, in the kind of latter half of that follicular phase, so kind of the first two weeks of your cycle, it improved and they felt more attractive in that period. So... It's kind of, this is like interesting on like a baseline human instinct level though, isn't it? In that time when like, time period when you're at your most fertile is probably when you're likely to feel most attractive and your body image might actually be better in that time, which is, yeah, a bit crazy, but kind of makes sense as well. So the reason this is really useful to be aware of is that when you do have a day where you have really shitty low body image like think to yourself look am I due on in a way I'm not saying you only get low body image in those few days before your period starts but it can help you look at it so much more logically like if you're finding yourself getting really low and you know talking to yourself and calling yourself fat or 
thinking you feel disgusting. And I know that sounds harsh, but I know I've said those things about myself, so I'm assuming I'm not the only one. Like, if you're in that time, be like, oh yeah, you know what, this makes sense. This was kind of supposed to happen. I know it's not as easy to look at things rationally in that time because hormones are powerful and they will skew your perception of things. But if you can kind of look at that objectively and think, do you know what? Yes, I feel a bit crappy just now. In a week's time or in two weeks time, I will have this conversation with myself again. And the chances are you're not going to be saying the same things about yourself and you're probably going to be feeling more positive about things as well. So kind of saying to yourself like this will pass. This is not the reality. This is just where I'm at right now in terms of my cycle. I can find that can be useful for getting over that little bump. But back to the dieting side of things. And I can understand if you're listening to this and it's a little bit frustrating in that maybe you are thinking that you want to lose body fat for the right reasons and you are suffering from low body image and I'm here saying dieting actually impacts body image and may make it lower. It's up to you to actively work on your body image. You need to stop delaying feeling more positive about your body because I can tell you now, body image does not increase (laughs) as your waist size decreases. It's just not how it works. So absolutely, if you are dieting for the right reasons, then go for it. But meanwhile, while you're making all those actual physical changes to your life to make that happen, whether that's changing up your diet, whether that's exercising more, getting outside and doing more steps, think about the mental side of things as well and what you can do to support your body image. So rather than waiting for this kind of delayed gratification with the changes in your body, actually realize that mentally you can change your perception of yourself now. Like that power is in your hands and I'm not saying it's easy by any stretch of the imagination but I'm saying it's not going to happen unless you're actively putting that work in. So what can we do to actively improve our work on our body image? First question is what are you exposing yourself to? Are you opening up your Instagram and it is full of people who have made a living based on how they look whether that's fitness influencers, whether it's athletes or just fashion influencers, people that are on Love Island, like who who are you actually exposing to yourself on these things and what is it doing to, to you? Like you should be using Instagram, you should be coming off of it feeling more empowered, feeling like you've learned something. If it's not having that impact on you, then you that is up to you to unfollow these accounts, to hide these accounts. If it's friends and people who are close to you, you find that that actually triggers you, you don't have to unfollow them. Just hide their photos from coming up on your feed. You don't have to be a dick and say to your best friend, oh my God, you're a size eight, it's triggering for me, I'm gonna unfollow you. But you don't have to look at these things. And this is something I found myself doing before is getting on this like, dive of spending like 10 minutes scrolling through a woman's Instagram because it's like 
I don't know, to me, she has like an aesthetically pleasing body. And when I think about that now, it's problematic enough because I'm like, what? Why do I think her body is aesthetically pleasing? And it's nothing to do with really what I find aesthetically pleasing. I think it's down to what's been pushed on to me as, you know, in life as a woman, success can equate to having a tiny waist and a big arse and big boobs. Like, it's insane when I think about it, it's like, in depth. Because I'm like, I don't even know if that is what I find, like, attractive on a person. <laughs> like, but it's just something that is put on us. So... If you find yourself doing that, like, call yourself out. Like, why am I just stalking this person's Instagram? Is it because it's leaving me feeling empowered and feeling like a better person and I've learned something or I'm supporting this person because that makes me feel good as well? Or are you, like, directly comparing yourself to this human being who, let's face it, people who have millions of followers on Instagram is like 1% of the population. So why are you comparing yourself to 1% of the population when they literally get paid for a living to be a certain size? You're probably earning your living by doing a job that's maybe giving back to society. You have family that you're looking after. You have all these responsibilities that are so much more important than the way you look. So why are you putting yourself through that? And it even goes as far as like, what are you watching on TV? If it's not giving back to you, then don't do it. And it's just about being more aware because let's face it, like when we're waiting at the supermarket in the queue for the checkout, what do we do? We open our phone and we scroll on social media and we're instantly looking at what other people are doing in their lives. How do they look? What are they eating? How are they training? What the hell is the point? I like we need enough energy to <laughs> guide ourselves in this world. We don't need to be constantly tuned into what everyone else is doing. I think social media can be super positive. I know myself like after I stopped bodybuilding and I'll be completely honest like a lot of bodybuilding physiques I'm like I don't want to look like that. A because I know how it feels and be like it is the extremes but I was finding still having those people like on my Instagram which I followed during my prep for inspiration which obviously looking back I don't know how much of that it was it was it just wasn't serving me I was on my Instagram there's all these people and they were always dieting always 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 dieting and I was doing everything in my power to stop dieting and it was just, what? why was I putting myself through that? Like, just completely going against exactly what I was trying to do myself. And it kept making me, again, thank God she's leaner than me. She's leaner than me. She's stronger than me. And she's leaner than me. It's just not worth your time. So go on a freaking haul through your Instagram and get rid of all the people who aren't serving you on there. How often are you body checking? That's another one. So... Are you looking at yourself every time you walk past the mirror? Are you standing in front of the mirror, staring at yourself? Are you pinching bits of skin? Like, how many times a day are you having these thoughts about your body and are you checking your body? I'm not saying don't do it at all because actually <laughs> completely avoiding looking at your body would also be poor body image, but doing it obsessively is not useful either. So this is one of the kind of little tasks that I set for one of my clients this week. 
and it's inspired by some of the things that I've learned on EIQ is actually ask yourself like write down on a note how many times a day you are body checking and set yourself a limit but right today I'm only going to allow myself to body check 10 times and if it gets to two in the afternoon and you've hit that 10 time limit you're going to have to fill your time with something else when you usually be body checking not that walking past the mirror takes a long time but you're not allowed to do it again and you've got to be strict with yourself you've got to pull yourself up on it and be like, no, these thoughts aren't serving me anymore. I've hit my limit. I was allowed to body check 10 times. I'm not allowed to do it anymore. I can't do it now. Literally be that strict with yourself. Are you dieting despite being in a healthy body? So for example, in terms of BMI sense, are you around the healthy age for someone in the average population? So are you, do you have a healthy level of body fat and you're still dieting. Because I can tell you that that's probably not going to positively impact your body image. For example, I weighed about 65 kilograms. On my prep, I dieted down until I was 55. And it was really, really freaking hard. Because when your body has a reasonable amount of body fat that's not any detriment to your health... If you try and lose more of it, it's kind of like, what What are you doing? Like, why are you losing this? We need this for insulation. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fight. And there's a reason for that. It's because we don't need to be as lean as Instagram thinks. I, mean, I keep talking about Instagram. I know it's not the only thing. It's just, I'm assuming a lot of people on this will be on Instagram. So ask yourself that. If you have a, again, quote, healthy level of body fat... Why are you putting yourself in a calorie deficit? Who are you trying to please? Why are you trying to please them? And is it serving you? Or is it more negatively impacting you? <laughs> Do you know what? Like, I'll come out and say it. Like, yeah, it would be cool to be a bit leaner. Like, I hold a lot of my body fat around my midsection. I have quite lean legs. But I have a fair amount of body fat around my midsection. And... It makes me feel uncomfortable and it has my whole life. If I was one of those women staring in that mirror, my eyes would be focused on my on my midsection for sure. But like, is it? It's not so much that it's impacting my health. And actually, that's just how my body naturally is. And do I want to just keep fighting my body over and over again just to have a slightly flatter stomach? Which, let's face it, after I have a meal... I won't have that anymore because food. <laughs> it's just, oh my God, it's just not worth the energy. And I so wish that I'd come to this conclusion sooner in my life. <laughs> so if that is the case, but you are wanting to change your body composition, which I am all for and get stronger and build muscle, stop focusing on dieting and start focusing on building muscle and getting stronger. Because in the long run, like if you want that athletic or toned look, Building more muscle is going to impact that positively so much more than you dieting. Are all your goals based on how you look? Like, are your nutritional choices purely based on what you look like? Is your reasons for exercising purely based on what you look like? Because again, not positive. Absolutely, women might come to me with a goal of, I want to build more muscle because I want to I like the look of having more muscle. Absolutely cool. So do I. 
However, if we make our goal solely based on that, especially when building muscle is a drag, it's so, so long, a more positive goal to have would be something like, I want to be able to squat my body weight, deadlift my body weight. I want to be able to do a pull-up. I want to be able to do 10 push-ups from the toes. That is so much more positive because you're actively focusing on getting stronger and focusing on your performance. And by doing that, you are going to be building muscle because you need to in order to achieve that. You're going to be getting stronger. You're going to be getting fitter. But every time you review your goals, you're not going to be like, "Mm, do I look leaner? Mm, Do I look like I have more muscle? Mm, Is my shape changing? No, you're going to be like, I'm five kilograms off that body weight squat. Like it's coming. It's in my sights. And that target can always move as well. As soon as you get there, it's like, cool, next I'm going to do double my body weight. Whatever you want to make your goal, it's something that can always change, but in such a more positive way than just based on how you look. As I said, I've got no problem with people wanting aesthetic goals. I've had them in the past. I still have them now to some extent. But break that down to something that actually takes away from just focusing on your body all the freaking time. So are you focusing on what other people look like? And this is something that will be very positive for you to kind of check yourself on going forward. So like, are you focusing on what friends look like, family looks like, people walking past you in the street? Are you commenting on other people's body? Are you commenting on their food choices? Like, as much as this sounds like, I'm sure you would get defensive and say, oh my God, no, like I would never be mean about anyone in terms of what their body is or what their food choices are. Mm, I bet there has been a time in your life when someone you didn't like, you referred to them as maybe fat or plump or put something to do with their self-worth based on what food they ate and what size they were. And I'm, I will admit that I wouldn't do that now as someone who is very self-aware. I obviously work with a lot of women. I would never do that now, but for sure that is something that I've done in the past, like maybe as a teenager in my first years of uni, and it's horrible. It is horrible, and partly we are to blame, but partly society is to blame as well in that, yes, people who are in larger bodies, we will put self-worth down to them, which is freaking terrible so if you're seeing like Boris Johnson on the tv and he's talking about go to the gym and you're like shut up Boris like you don't go to the gym which a lot of fitness professionals were doing during lockdown um which is problematic in itself like ask yourself yes you may not like Boris Johnson but why are you putting it down to his weight he's not even that particularly in a larger body so anyway before we change the subject completely to politics Call yourself out on these things and it may be so subtle in that, I don't know, you walk past someone in the street, you bumped into someone in the street or even if you saw someone who was drastically underweight and you're like, oh my God, they're not eating enough. That's problematic in itself as well. So stay in your lane, stop judging people based on their size or their food choices. Get a bit more neutral like that. Are you allowing others to do that to you as well? Because that is obviously going to have a direct impact on your body image. It's so worrying the amount of clients that I have whose parents have like urged them to go on diets or say, "Mm, should you really be eating that? It just makes me feel so, 
so lucky to be brought up in the family I've been brought up with because no one would ever do that to me. But if that's you and there's people around you doing that, set some damn boundaries. Like, I'm not talking, like, think about it. Like, set those boundaries now because that is going to have such a huge impact. And you might be someone who can really easily brush those things off. You know, sticks and stones won't hurt me, whatever. But (laughs) if it's coming from someone that you love and you genuinely care about their opinions, we're only human. We can easily hold on to those things. So really set boundaries there. And if they keep pushing them, keep pulling them back on it. Tell them how much it's impacting you mentally with your body image and just set set some boundaries. In terms of some activities to do, obviously we spoke about meditation, which has really good connotations in the research with actually improving body image. So go back and listen to the meditation one for some tips on that. Journaling is such a massive one as well. And journaling prompts that you can use such as um, what you're grateful for in general just actual gratitude out with your body so sometimes it's less about focusing on like oh what parts of my body am I thankful for it's still making it about the body so focus on other parts of your life that you're grateful for and you know what your body does it allows you to live through that it allows you to be a mother it allows you to be a daughter it allows you to go to work and have a purpose in life like all these things that your body allows you to do that has nothing to do with how it looks is going to be so positive going forward so journaling specifically with prompts such as that like what am I grateful for what has my body served me for today and maybe also using journalism just as a sense of like getting your thoughts out your mind and onto paper so just a big splurge out of whatever you feel like writing just get it out that separation can often feel very positive as well so I hope that gives you some food for thought around of actively what you can do to improve your body image and stop waiting for your body to physically change to then make those mental chains happen because that's just not how it works If you want to send me a DM on Instagram about this kind of stuff, if you feel like you need a bit more support through this, it's something that is very important for me in my coaching. And for people who are going through a dieting phase, my clients who are on a fat loss journey, I still want to make these active choices to improve your body image. Almost kind of part and parcel of that as well. So whilst we work together to achieve those physical goals with your fat loss we will also work on this stuff as well so shoot me a message if you want to chat they're always open otherwise I will catch you next week